Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself talking investing, finance, retirement, and why values-based planning is essential. So, you know, we often talk about the X's and O's, Tony, but it doesn't always have to be just about the dollars and the cents. Sometimes it's uh, other things that really matter to you in retirement. So that's going to be the topic today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Looking forward to the spring here. Mm-hmm. Coming up is going to be right around the corner, I think. Hopefully, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And now at the time we're dropping this, uh, this will be shortly after Valentine's Day. Uh, we are taping this before Valentine's Day. So, Tony, you've got plenty of time to get something put into place there for yourself. <laughs> are you, are I, you, yes, I do. Are you working on something good for Valentine's Day this year? I am. I've got a couple of things uh, I can't say just in case my sure. wife is listening. Right. Yeah. But yes, I do have a couple of things. Got some stuff up your sleeve. All right. Well, oh, hopefully, yeah. folks, when you're listening to this, you, hopefully you had a lovely Valentine's Day if you go in for that sort of thing. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Let's talk about some values based planning. What is that? Well, I mean, what's important to you, right? Not just the dollars, not the the, the normal, well, I want to make sure my money lives as long as I or lasts as long as I do kind of thing. But, you know, some of the other aspects, maybe it's family, right? Uh, that's typically number one. That's a kind of an easy, low-hanging fruit for us, Tony, to talk about. Everybody was is probably going to say what's important to them is their family. That's right. And and for most, that, that comes up uh, number one. And I think even, well, for myself, mm-hmm. you know, it is, you know, you want to take care of your family. You want to make sure that, you know, your heirs, uh, I think it's, you know, as most humans, you know, you want them to have it better than you had it. Sure, and, right. You know, without without spoiling them, and so that's always you know number one. I don't think we give it enough thought on the family because I I think you know to plan properly, there needs to be some discussions with your advisor on that, not just say, well, I'd like to just you know take care of my family. What does that really mean to you? Yeah. Because it's, it's you know, that, then I think it also brings into the mortality questions, right? In the mortality conversations. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, I, we talked about it on the last podcast. We're typically reactionary versus proactive. So whatever happens, happens. And whatever's left is left kind of thing, you know, yep. versus oh, let's do a little planning. Or, you know, hey, whatever's left, we're going to leave to the kids. That's great. Um, but they can deal with the taxes. Where a yeah. little bit of planning on your end early on, it may not even cost you anything, could save them a ton of taxes taxes, you know, down the way. Right. So what, again, what's the value, what's your values when it comes to your retirement planning conversation? If it's family first, then how can we be as efficient with our money with that as, as possible? Correct. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Uh, maybe it's faith, right? Uh, I can kind of, I'm going to kind of link two together. I'm going to move them around a little bit, Tony. Maybe it's faith yeah. or charitable giving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could look at, there's some people out there and I know I've talked with advisors and, and I'm, I don't know if you have a short a story or anything to share or something along those lines, but people will say, Hey, I'd like to make sure my portfolio is investing in companies or doing things, um, uh, that align with my morals, right? Uh, maybe yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to have, uh, you know, different kinds of uh, companies because I don't like what they stand for or something like that. Do you come across that where the their values kind of uh, in life also affect how they want to talk about their their financials? I do. I, I get it a little more in the clients that are, and, and I don't have as many, this is high, as high on the list as some of the others. Sure, of course. Right. It probably should be, but 
it's, uh, you know, everybody's got their, their own goals, but most of mine come and they'll say, you know, I, and you could tell because they're extremely passionate about it mm-hmm. is, you know, I want to, they don't come to me about in, investing in certain companies. It's more okay. of, I want to make sure this bunch of my estate goes to this particular charity gotcha. because I'm okay. so passionate about it that I, I want to make sure that that happens. Right. And how, how do we make that happen? And so they, they're very into that. Uh, I, I have a client who's extremely into uh, feeding the hungry here in, in this city. And okay. he is just That's great. You know, really wrapped up in that. It, it gives him a lot of purpose, a lot of cause. And, mm-hmm. and he, he does devote a lot of his uh, retirement to that, but he's, you know, planned it so well that, you know, he's got plenty of money for him to live. Right. And this is what he likes to do. And, and, you know, he, he can depart knowing that, uh, you know, that, the rest of his money is going to go go there. He That's has amazing. no heirs, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. and so yeah, yeah. yeah we it's see a that. We, we see that often, right? A lot of times we will see that with folks who maybe don't have any heirs. They want to yeah. leave, uh, you know, a, a chunk, or even if they do have heirs, they want to leave a chunk of their uh, nest egg after they're gone to their church or a favorite animal group, or maybe they were affected by some sort of an illness. They want to leave it to you know the heart yes. association or, or cancer research or you know something along those lines. So again, where does that fall on your values? based planning system or, or does it, right? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't mean it's wrong. If it doesn't, it just means that there's some other things that are more important to you. Everybody's yeah. a little different. Uh, maybe it's career, Tony, uh, that, you know, that seems a little different now in light of the pandemic. I think maybe yes. from 19 and on earlier, I should say, you know, sometime before the pandemic happened, maybe it wasn't love of career that was that was a bit more dominant right now. I think because of the world changing so much, we're kind of like, Hey, this is what really matters more to me, but maybe it was career. Maybe it still is right. They don't see themselves ever retiring. I mean, uh, I guess small business owners, Tony, but like yourself would probably fit into this category pretty good. Cause this is the business is like, you're like, like another child. It really is. And it, for most of us, it's all we do. And you know, you, you just so passionate about it that you can't turn it off. Right. And yeah. You know, a lot of us business owners, my clients, especially, and and I talk to them about it, you know, about, you know, what, what's the end game for you? I mean, you know, and a lot of them say, well, I'm just going to keep working because I really don't have anything else that I like to do. And I try to at least introduce them to something of uh, just like we talked about Mm -hmm. in the last podcast is, uh, you know, there are some other things maybe you want to do in your life as you get older, but at least maybe, you know, organize things in, in the systems in the business to make it as sellable as possible. So if you ever want to call it quits, uh, you can. I know for myself, I mean, you know, assuming people still want to uh, deal with you and you have a viable business, right? maybe it's something you just work part-time, which is I can see myself doing, you know, is-, is You're the senior the consultant at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, the staff deals with with as much as they want, maybe they're even buying you out. Uh, but you know, you're working maybe 10, 15, 20 hours a week. I, I could see that, but people do tend to, especially as business owners, want to just keep working. And of course, we're all complaining right now. And you can pick on the millennials a little bit, but maybe they have it figured out and we don't, <laughs> as far as you know, we you can't find anybody that that wants no, to work. It's still and, a problem. And yeah. I hear it in the restaurant industry. I mean, every client I have is saying the same thing. It's like where did everybody go? Mm. And uh, but I think people are, are like you said they're 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 reevaluating what's important to them since this pandemic. Some of them have been forced to work from home and figured that they they could do that just as well. 
all kinds of things. Oh yeah. And so and, and maybe you know we we talked about this a, f- a few weeks back, but you know situations like my brother's, for example, who is closer to retirement. Right, he's in his he's in his early sixties, uh, and his plan calls for him to make it to full retirement age before he activates Social Security. Right, so mm-hmm. having a structure in place, he needs to go a couple more years. Uh, but he's like, hey, uh, the working from home has been amazing in a lot of ways, and of course with inflation, right? So he's saving on taxes because it was like a forty minute commute, and that's what a lot of people have been seeing. So there, he's his thought changed to if they force me to go back to the office, I'm probably going to retire early. But if yeah. they let me keep working from home, I'll continue to do this until you know I hit the hit the goal that I have for myself. And so a lot of people find themselves in that spot. They do. I, I'm a, my admin office manager, Donna, who's been with me, be, this will be her ninth year, mm-hmm. just turned 65 in October. And even though she has always told me, yeah, you know, I'm going to go till 70, she's kind of starting to say, you know, hey, look, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I get two more years or so. And I want to, again, I want to live the last few years of my life, you know, with my grandkids and right. and just do some other stuff. And, yeah. you know, how can you blame her? They can. I mean, to know. our point, right? That So uh, her values changed. Her value-based yeah. planning uh, for her retirement has started to change a little bit. She's been enjoying the career, still enjoys the career, and probably will for a couple more years, sounds like. But family is also, you know, starting to creep back up in there. So creep back in. Yeah, everything yeah. shifts. Maybe it's education, Tony. Uh, I know some people, and I'm sure you've come across some of those that, uh, you know, education was was not something in the family, and and they've made it their goal to really and and their kind of their passion to make sure that every one of their heirs that comes along has money set aside for college. Right? Uh, yes. It's been a hot topic. Obviously, we've the last couple of years we've gone into the fact that with the price of schools out of control and and maybe it's not for everybody, but there's still those folks who say, Hey, I don't care. I want to make sure Tony, when you're helping me with my plan that my five grandkids all have money for college. Yes. And I I can relate that to many clients, uh, myself included, uh, you know, who did not have the traditional college experience. uh, Cause we, you know, we, we didn't, my dad didn't save, didn't have the money Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're working your way through college the hard way I, I would, you know, from the day my son was born had been, had been saving for him and was able to, you know, put him all the way through college and he didn't have to pay for it. And now it's kind of flipped. My dad is now saying, you know, Hey, I want to put some money aside for the grandkids so that hmm. when I go, they can use it for education. His values change as well, right? So yeah, his values have changed, you yeah. know, all of a sudden now he, he wants to do that. And he has that in pl- in place. We have that in place. So I think, yeah, for many people, and yeah, you know, we could beat up the educational thing, you know, for a long time. Sure. About, yeah. Is it worth it or not? And I think we have in the past, but nevertheless, it, it's something. And I, I think a lot of people do tend to look at it like they they want to give something that maybe they didn't or couldn't have. Right. If it's important to you and it's on your list, then, hey, it's on your list, right? It's on the list. So, you know, but just let's not forget the final one. You know, when you're talking about the values-based planning, uh, how you're structuring your retirement, how you're structuring your, you know, plan for retirement, are you, where is fun on that list, right? Uh, For some people, Tony, all the other stuff is not as high up as fun is because dang it, they've worked for it. They've worked hard. They've had a long, hard career or whatever the case is. And, and now it's our time, right? That's, that's the, you know, kind of the beautiful sentiment. Sometimes we, we talk about with retirement, Hey, it's our time to not have to worry about family anymore, to not have to worry about career anymore, to not have to worry about education. It's our time to boogie, right? That's right. That's right. Nothing and wrong with that. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, to me, fun is ranks high. I mean, the family and these other ones do too. For me, it's 
I want to have fun before the end. In other words, I, like like you were talking about George Carlin, yeah, you know uh, earlier that uh, if you could live life in reverse and do all the fun stuff when you're young, when your body could take it, where it <laughs> right. as, at the end, right, a lot yeah. of times our bodies can't really take it, and so sometimes we we work too long, we wait too long, and then fun isn't as quite as fun anymore. And so I try to encourage clients to start taking looking at it in their fifties, even though, yes, we're still on plan to retire at X and do things, but you need to, you know, start having some fun uh, now and into retirement, but it definitely shouldn't be on the back burner because why are we doing this and and putting ourselves through this for 30, 40, 45 years? Yeah. If you're not going to have some fun. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll share a little bit of this real fast, Tony, if you don't mind, since we talked about it, like on two episodes in case folks don't want to look it up. Uh, I won't go through all of it because it's George Carlin and he definitely, definitely has some not safe for work uh, kind of uh, comments here, (laughs) but he says in my next life, I want to live my life backwards. You start out dead. So you get that out of the way right off the bat. Right, right. <laughs> then you wake up in an old folks home and you get to feeling a little bit better every day. They eventually yes. kick you out for being too healthy and you go and you collect your pension and you <laughs> enjoy some things. Then when you start to work, they give you a gold watch and a party on your very first day because yeah. you're going backwards, right? So then you work for the next 40 years until you're young enough to enjoy your retirement. You party, you drink alcohol, and you generally kind of act act out and act wild. And then, well, you're ready for high school. And then you go to yeah. primary school. Then you become a kid and you just play and have no responsibilities until you're a baby and you go back. <laughs> That's right. I, I tell my wife, you know, I want to in retirement, I want to be a child again. And yeah. I, you know, cause they wake up every day and just say, what's, what can we do fun today? And uh, exactly. that's again, all these other more important things we just talked about need to be planned for first, but hopefully once that's in place, yep. you, you are able to do some of that. Exactly. Well, that's our podcast this week, folks. What is your values and how do they affect your planning and why it might be essential? It's not always just the X's and O's, the dollars and cents. Yes, we want to make sure we can fund our retirement, but we also want to fund it towards the things that mean something to us, family, faith, career, education, charitable giving, fun, whatever that list happens to be and in whatever order. So if you've got questions and you need some help, as always, if you're not working with a financial professional like Tony, make sure you reach out and have a conversation with him. If you enjoy the podcast, consider subscribing to us on whatever podcast platform app you might be listening to apple google spotify iheart stitcher so on and so forth you can find it all at tony's website as well as get a hold of him at yourplanningpros.com that's yourplanningpros.com maybe share the podcast with those who might enjoy the the uh the show as well uh and the content as well so feel free to consider doing that and tony thanks for hanging out with me my friend i hope you wind up having a great valentine's day with your lovely missus all right you do the same and we'll talk to you next time we'll see you here in march on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor Inc. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax affiliated insurance agency.